It's time for Business Minds Coffee Chat, an inspiring show about the journey to personal and professional growth. And now, your host, Jay Shear. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am your host, Jay Shear. And man, am I super excited today. I've got a fantastic guest in the studio with me. My guest today is a ACE certified personal trainer who helps people build positive lives from the inside out body, mind, and confidence. She earned a bachelor's degree from Bowling Green State University and a master's degree in public health from Indiana University. From teaching and personal training to marketing and program development, she is a jack of all trades. Please welcome Nancy Ickes. Nancy, it is so great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Good to see you, Jay. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And by the way, for all of those that are listening right now, that is Nancy with an I. And I got to be honest with you, you are probably the only Nancy with an I that I actually know. Oh, I feel special. And you are special. (laughs) Well, first of all, again, thank you so much for being here today. So I thought that a great starting point for us would be for you to share with us what your favorite thing is about yourself and why my favorite thing about myself yes i will say is probably my independence speak to that tell us more well even this morning i was at the grocery store and when i got home to unload my trunk with my groceries i always think of i'm not making multiple trips i'm going to carry as many bags as i possibly can in one trip i will take them all if i possibly can and i do it's just, you know, why? Why do, why do I need to make multiple trips? Why do I need extra? Nope. I'll figure a way. I'll do it myself. Look at you optimizing <laughs> everything, including right. carrying grocery bags. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. So speaking of, of independence, so mm-hmm. you recently moved here to Flagler County from Northeast Ohio. Well, actually, I moved to Volusia County. Oh, to, well, correct me, my 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 apologies. apologies. So Volusia County. Volusia County, yes. Okay, so you moved here from Northeast Ohio. I did. And what was the impetus for moving here? It really came down to it was time. And you know how, at least for me, there were things such as, you know, my job. Okay, well, that's not coming to fruition as to how I wanted going full time. So that was not going to happen. And I had no more ties really keeping me in Ohio. And I've always wanted to live someplace warm year round. And why did I want to wait till I was retired and 60? And I didn't. So said, you know what, it's time to go. Now's the time. Good for you. And I love that saying, why are you waiting for the right time when time's not waiting for you? Oh, that's a good one. That is so true. Did you hear that, everyone? That is a good one. That's a great one to remember. I think I'm going to put that on a shirt. I love it. Go for it. I'm definitely going to. So no ties. So did you have no family that you were leaving behind? There is there is family there. I'm going to call them relatives. I have relatives in Ohio. Yes. But okay. nothing that you know would keep me from moving on. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So... What was what has been the transition like for you so far? So first, well, let me let me back up for just a moment. Had you already been familiar with this area? Had you been either vacationing here or spending time here, so you kind of knew the lay of the land, or did you just say, "This is where I want to be," pointed on a map, and you showed up here? I love it. 
if it were only that simple to point to a map and go, yep. I'm going to make it right there. By the way, I spoke to Love somebody it. who actually did that. Love that. I, and I thought it was amazing. I mean, what a cool oh, thing to do. It is cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would love to meet them. I'll introduce you. Love it. So I have been vacationing off and on here. I have family in Flagler County, and I visited them off and on over the past decade. So I'm definitely a little familiar with the area, but nothing to the point of familiar where I could tell you, yes, I'll go to the grocery store over here. I had no idea where any anything is but familiar enough to make the jump okay Mm -hmm. so you were when you were in northeast ohio before you left you were fully immersed you had a career you were working life was happening for you and you make the decision that it was time right it was time to to leave you exerted your independence and you said i am going to make my mark here in volusia county in the in the vicinity so What has the experience been like for you then transitioning here? Has it been what you expected it to be? Has it been challenging in any particular way? Share a little bit about what that experience has been like for you. It's been more than I thought. And I'm going to say more. It's been more welcoming. I mean, I can't believe how many people have just been so incredibly warm and inviting and friendly and helpful and willing to connect me. Like, Jay, you're one of the first few people I met and just right off the bat connected me with Angela. And so it's just been amazing how many good people are here that I've met and have just been amazing to me. That's how I'm going to describe it. Good. But definitely challenging. Uh, what's, been, what's been the biggest challenge for you? really starting over, you know, as simple as it is, I don't know where to find my favorite honey in the grocery store. I still can't find it. I don't even know if they sell it down here. (laughs) So something as silly and simple as that is just those comforts that you're used to that maybe you don't think about so much because you're an autopilot when you go to the store and you need to replace the things that you use. So finding those things has been a little challenging Really and truly, not GPSing everywhere I go has been a huge challenge. It's, I would love to know where I'm going and I'm getting there. So that has been a challenge as well. Um, but I'd say those are the few things that have really stand out to me. I, I, you know, I, first of all, thank you for, for sharing that. I appreciate it. You know, we, we have an influx of people that yeah. are coming to this area. Yes. And I think often there is a thought, maybe a perception of what things are going to be like. You know, often we see uh, commercials of, of Disney or, you know, you, you, you think about, you know, people always hanging around at the beach. And, you know, of course, there is that, right? There's great things to do here. There's great culture. There's great art. There's great history. Uh, obviously, great weather. For somebody who wants to come to this area that is looking to to build a career, right, that's looking to become very community focused who maybe doesn't know anyone here it can be a challenge to hit the restart button yes and but the important thing to remember is to be open to new ideas to be open to meeting people because to your point there really are just some great people here 
but we have to keep our eyes open and yes. we have to be willing to experience new things. And I, and I think just in the conversations that we've had and since the time I've had to, to get to know you, I feel like you have that openness about yourself and, and, you know, you use the word independence. And I think part of that is having the courage to explore and look for new opportunities. What, what do you say about that? I love it. And, and I think it ties in with my theme for 2023. So you don't know this, but this year I turned 40. Okay. And so at the beginning of 2023, I decided I'm going to do 40 new things to celebrate my 40th birthday. And I don't know what the theme is with 40, but I just remember growing up, it was like the over the hill age. Your life's over. And to me, it's a, I'm just beginning. So 40 new things is what I set out to do in 2023. And I did way more than 40. And honestly, I haven't written them all down and I need to go back and write the things down that I have forgotten to write down. But to me, that was so important and it helped me step out of my comfort zone and be more open because it gave me an excuse to say yes to things that I may not have otherwise. Mm, so I love that. I'm so, all about new in 2023. You know, that that is beautiful. So I want to, I can't let that one go. I want to explore okay. that a little bit. So let's, okay. let's pull on a couple threads. So first of all, as you, and you mentioned that you didn't write all these things down, right? That you need to. And I, I do think that it's important to go back yes. and definitely write those things down. So first, as you think back, over 2023 and those 40 new things that you said you were going to do. Give us maybe one or two that really stand out to you as things that were most meaningful. And if, if I can ask a second piece to that question, it would be, what did you learn about yourself by doing that new thing? So what was the most meaningful, maybe one or two? And what was the biggest lesson you learned about yourself through that experience? Okay. I'd say the most meaningful is I got my first tattoo and it says make waves. Make waves. And it is my reminder that when I approach or find myself in stagnant water, that I need to stir it up, that we are not meant to be stagnant. We are not meant to be still. We are meant to grow and move. And I like to think of water's always flowing. And when you're in such a big body of water like the ocean, waves are going to happen. You want to be part of that. Make the waves. But also at the same time, I'm not making waves to be destructive. I'm making waves to help grow and be productive. But when I'm done, just like water doesn't stay in the same place, it flows. I'm going to leave love in my wake. So make waves is my reminder. Don't be still. Don't be stagnant. Keep growing. Keep moving. Wow, that is so good. Thank I think you. I like you even more now. <laughs> That, that's fantastic. So, uh, of course, I have to ask, where's the tattoo? It's right here on my left bicep. On your left bicep. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Was getting the first tattoo for you, was that something that was um, difficult to wrestle with? Yes. Why? I've wrestled my whole life. I've always wanted a tattoo, but I always told myself I would never get one till I knew what I wanted and where I wanted it. Mm. Because I, I never really wanted something that was wham, bam, in your face. That's just not who I am. Uh, I wanted it kind of concealed. So, I mean, if my arm's down and I'm wearing sleeves, you really can't see it. But then I can show it off if I want to. Mm. Um, so, to me, just I feel like with anybody who has tattoos, they have a story. They're personal. So, that was important to me that I wasn't going to just get anything. I needed something that meant something to me. Perfect. I love that. Great response. So, what was... Maybe one other thing that, that you tried that was new for you, meaningful, and what did you learn about yourself? 
Well, I think one of the biggest, most meaningful things that I did was move to Florida. (laughs) And I, I really and truly am learning a lot about myself and just how resilient and strong I am that it's not easy to pack up your life and move it. And I can't imagine doing it with other people. Um, I mean, that's going to add a whole other element as well. But just knowing that, I mean, I, I did leave in the middle of a career. I could have stayed. I could have continued living the life I'd been living. But no, I, I needed to make that change. And, you know, just coming down here, I'm paying my bills. I'm putting food on the table and I'm learning all of these new new things and then I think a lot of times we get stuck in our ways and this has really helped shake me out of that that I don't want to be stuck I want to continue to grow and live and thrive and it doesn't matter where I am I can do that from anywhere but uh, I choose to be here so so that resilience and that courage that you have discovered about yourself had that appeared for you at any other particular stage in life? Mm, I don't, I kind of want to say yes, but I kind of want to say no. Okay. So just to kind of go into a little, little backstory. Mm-hmm. So in 2022, I sold my house And I also started therapy, which I think is hugely important. And that kind of helped me learn a lot about myself. And I didn't realize how strong and resilient I was, I think, until I started going through therapy and, and just even, even through all the junk and things that I learned that, uh, there's still a lot of power and resilience and, you know, growth and strength I had yet to tap into, that had been there the whole time. Yeah, I, I'm going to echo your words around the importance and how valuable therapy can be. And it really is an amazing process to have a mirror held up to yourself and go through that journey of, of discovery. Mm-hmm. And obviously, in many cases, also healing from trauma. Yep. And learning about that and learning the tools that we can use to become the person who we know we're capable of becoming and getting unstuck from those things that can often hold us back. So yes. thank you for, for sharing that. I appreciate that. And I'm sure that that was a very powerful and enlightening process for you. And it still is. I'm sure. It, well, you know, the journey... Never Always ends. continues, yes. right? It never ends that you got that right. <laughs> so, Nancy, we are going to take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. We will be right back. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves more than just average. It deserves flatter media. We specialize in innovative and dynamic marketing solutions tailored for mid-sized businesses with ambitious goals. Our team of experts are dedicated to helping you stand out from the crowd, drive growth, and elevate your brand. Ready to take your marketing to new heights? Choose Flagler Media, where we turn great ideas into remarkable results. Visit us at flagmedia.com or call us at 386-227-6477. Flagler Media, exceptional marketing for exceptional businesses. 
This is Jay Shear. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur trying to figure out how to improve and achieve greater results? If so, I'm speaking to you. I provide the tools, coaching, and accountability you need to gain clarity around your personal and professional goals, remove the excuses holding you back, build the mindset, leadership skills, and proven strategies to grow your business and become the best version of yourself. To learn more or to apply for my coaching services, call 904-236-0431 or visit jshearbusinessconsulting.com. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Visit the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. We're about to release our new season of professional touring shows. Visit our website at flaglerentertainment.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You can be the first to know about our shows and special offers. And remember, every time you buy a ticket to a show, you support the performing arts in Flagler schools and you support our local economy. All right, we're back. And again, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am in the studio today with my very special guest, Nancy Ickes, and we're having a fantastic conversation so far. We're going to keep that conversation going. And Nancy, I am curious, how do you balance, if there is such a thing, but how do you balance your professional life and your personal life? Now, I know you're in a time of transition, right? Mm-hmm. You recently moved here. Yes. But if you go back, or even today, if you want to use today as an example, but if, even if you go back at, at a time when, you know, from a professional perspective, you were immersed in everything that you were doing, how, how do you find that balance? What does that mean to you? Well, I think it's funny you say balance because I've actually taken that out of my vocabulary when it comes to work and exercise and life. And I heard it rephrased this years ago called work-life integration because it's, I mean, when you think about balancing, I was always taught with, you know, oh, balance your wellness dimensions, your emotional, your physical, all of those things. But do you really ever balance them? No. I mean, and maybe if you do, it's for a split second. So it's about integration. It's about what needs my attention right now and really about prioritizing. So how do I integrate everything in together? And sometimes different things take a greater priority than others. And that's okay. But those things are still integrated into my life. So I look at it as work-life integration, just to change the language and how I look at things. I I really like that. I had interviewed a... um a coach, a leadership coach on my podcast who has built his coaching around work-life harmony. Mm-hmm. So he switched integration with harmony and he's got mm-hmm. a, a fantastic way of looking at the different buckets of life, if you will, and looking at, at ways to harmonize all of that. Because I, I agree with you. I, when I hear the word balance and I look at, at people that either I'm coaching or just people that I'm spending time with, there really isn't a balance per se. And I think to your point, right, we, if we were to use the buckets as an analogy, whether it's you know finances, spirituality, uh, relationships, uh, work and career, right, all of those buckets, there are different levels at different times because yes. we go through seasons, right? We're always going through change. Mm-hmm. And when we go through change, 
it, it means that those different areas are going to be in in flux, right? Yes. So it, it, it's an interesting thing to think about, but I, I love the word integration. I think that makes a lot of sense. So what are you working on today then to challenge yourself to grow personally and professionally? What specific things are you doing right now that really are pushing you, and you said this earlier, pushing you beyond your comfort zone to help you become the best version of yourself? Thank you. That's a great question, Jay. And what I've been working on recently, both personally and professionally is, I don't know if you know this, I think you do, but maybe you don't, but I was hired on the sales team here at Flagler Broadcasting, and I have never had a sales job in my entire life. It is such a foreign concept. And of course, my ideas, and I remember having these conversations with my uncle years ago, that anytime I thought of a salesperson, I thought of a sleazy old used car salesman that doesn't care about you, just wants your money. And I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. Why would I ever want to do that? But I've learned that's not it. That is my misconception and my idea that I had in my head from somewhere, somewhere along the line, that that's not the case. So being in sales is so new to me. It is teaching me a lot that I didn't know. And I think also I've learned that I've really been in sales my whole life. I just never knew it. So now I'm learning skills and tools and and kind of fine tuning that. Uh, but also seeing how it applied, such as in my training. Because really and truly, I'm using sales techniques to get my client to do what I need them to do. And what I'm trying to get them to do is not harmful or hurting them. It's actually to help them. And right there is the most important point that we should never forget. This is about creating a way for the person who's across from you to experience success, to be able to have something that's going to improve their life one way or the other, Mm -hmm. and that you're not trying to push something on them that they don't need. Yes. And if you keep that at the forefront of everything you do, then you can always be successful in sales and learning how to influence other people. Now, sometimes that word influence, people can look at that and they can take that as a negative connotation because they think that, well, you're influencing me to do something that I don't want to do. Right. Right. It's more about consultation and education Mm -hmm. and being able to explain things and show what a, what life could look like if you do X, Y, and Z. But of course, it has to be for the other person. It has to be yes. in their best interest, not in your best interest, right? There's right. there's a shared piece of responsibility there. 100%. And especially being a personal trainer, I love seeing people grow and come alive. And just that enlightenment and that light that goes on is how good they can feel. And with sales, it's like the same thing. And and I just want to say some of the clients that I brought on are fitness centers. Mm. And I love, of course, promoting health and well-being and wellness. And, and who doesn't want to see somebody succeed? And so these places create more people that want to feel that way. And so I, just as an example, but I, I loved that that's what so far I brought on. We didn't have any advertised before. And so I love that. 
I, I want to see more of that. I want to see people grow, thrive in business and in life. Good for you. I think that's a that's a great goal to have. So in preparation for our conversation today, I actually had a conversation with a personal trainer this morning, early this morning. Okay. And it was just I, all I asked was two questions because I knew you and I were going to have this conversation. I was just curious to hear from somebody else's perspective. Number one, what is the best part about being a personal trainer, right? What do you enjoy most? And then what's the most challenging aspect of it? And so I'm, I'm going to ask you that same question. That way I can kind of compare notes and see if your answers are, are relatively the same. And by the way, just for context, this is a personal trainer who's been doing this for many, many, many years and happens to be in Volusia County, not okay. in Flagler County. But with that said, what is the absolute best part? Just summarize it for us. Absolutely the best part about being a personal trainer. The best part about being a personal trainer is when I see my client just explode with confidence. That to me is the most, my favorite thing, the most rewarding is, I I don't know about this other trainer, but I have not gotten many clients who know what they're doing, who feel confident in what they're doing and just in general feel good. Because when I sit down with a client, one of the first things I ask them is, how do you want to feel? And I've never met a client that goes, I would like to feel achy and pain and I, I want to be miserable day in and day out. Most people come to trainers, maybe it is sometimes, yes, for a certain weight or the way they want to look, but ultimately it's how they want to feel. Absolutely. 100%. So I love, I love seeing that when people do, they just get this confidence and they realize I can do this and I can feel good doing it. Love so that. to me, that's my favorite part. Okay, perfect. Most Mo- challenging. Most challenging. I think the most challenging thing is when I get something I have never seen before, whether it be a limitation, a liability, an injury, or I don't know, personality. So to me, those are the most challenging things, but they're they're manageable. I can do with that. But that to me helps me expand and grow as a professional mm. because you're forcing me to step outside of my comfort zone, what I'm used to. So I like being challenged as a trainer when people ask for things that I've never done because it just helps build my tool belt and build my skill set. Yeah, that that's perfect. So I'll I'll give you the answers that were okay. given to me Let's this morning. So as far as what is most rewarding or what's the best part, this other individual had said it's when that light goes on, when you can see in the person that they finally get the connection between the mind, the body, all of that. And you can feel it. You can see it. You can sense it. You can feel it. So that was the first part. And the most challenging aspect was when someone believes that they can't do something. Now, if there's a physical issue where, right, where they they just cannot physically, but they don't believe that they can do something. They don't believe that they can improve or that they can do what other people are capable of doing and changing that mindset for this person is the most challenging aspect of what they do. I love that. And I'm going to throw this in there because I think this is one of the most helpful things to anybody, regardless if you're a personal trainer. And I learned this from my 
childhood friend whose daughter was diagnosed with ADHD. And she told me that the doctors told her that children with ADHD respond better to praise. And in my head, I go, I think as humans, we respond better to praise. I know I do. So I started giving lots of praise for the smallest things like, I'm so proud of you for showing up today. I know this wasn't easy for you. I am so proud of you. You did one squat. Oh my gosh, that's more than you did last. I am so proud of you. And no joke, that shift is so fast, a lot faster than it ever was when I used to train. So I believe it. I believe it. I, I The only caveat that I would add to that, and I hear you 100% and I agree with you 100%, you got to be honest about it. Right. So if you're going to make a comment like that, make sure that it ties to something that the person actually did, that you're being honest in Mm -hmm. your assessment about that. So, yes, question for you as we're wrapping up our conversation, if you had an opportunity to sit down with any one person and have a conversation with them and ask them only one question. First, who would the person be that you would sit down with? And secondly, what is the one question and one question only that you would ask them? Oh, my gosh. So many people are going through my head right now. But I think I think I'd want to ask Abraham Lincoln. And I just think of all the people in the history of the United States who had probably the most pressure and stress of the world on his shoulders. That's who I think of. And, and I just think it's so important. It's very telling about people, how they handle stress and exercise as a stressor. So you learn a lot about people and how they tolerate that. But just, you know, how, just how, how did you do it? How did you manage your presidency? How, how did you make all of these tough decisions and do it so well? And so with grace is what I'm going to say. Mm. So that's who I'd want to talk to. I love that. Well, I would want to sit there with you and I'd want to hear the response to that question. Thank you for sharing that. Well, Nancy, I want to thank you so very much for joining us today on Business Minds Coffee Chat. I, I really appreciate you just being true to yourself, being honest, telling it like it is. No filter. I appreciate your your intelligence. I appreciate your enthusiasm. I just know I have a gut feel about things. I know you're going to be a huge success right here embedded in this community. And I'm excited about your future and where you're going. So thank you again for being here today. Thank you, Jay. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. And for all of you, thank you so very much for listening and tuning into Business Minds Coffee Chat. Don't you forget, we'll be back next Saturday morning at 8.30. And until then, keep learning and growing and keep doing the work to reach your potential. Take care, everybody.